happening. It's your DJ DM S Master Flex coming to you live from C by the D Radio. Uh, today in the studio we have a very special guest. Is he here, Adam? Yo, I'm live in person. No need for rehearsing. How's it going, everybody? Where is uh, the other bandmate, uh, Jacob? Wait, so I'm I'm not the special guest. Adam's the special. Yeah, you ruined it. You ruined the whole intro. <laughs> I'll try and do a bit. I, I can re, I can restart it, I guess. Okay, uh, no. I'll be S Master Flex. Or, does that make sense? Oh, I'm S Master Flex. That's the whole point. Adam played along. Thank you, Adam. Oh, thanks, man. You, you're a good improv. I partner. must have stolen those rhymes from someone else. They do sound familiar. <laughs> I feel like I'm forgetting about someone. Maybe no, I, don't I think, think that's so. everyone. King that's K. Cruel himself, Connor. Hey. <laughs> I'm dying. Say something mean, dude. You sound what? good. Sound good. Say something nasty with that sick voice of yours. Say something nasty. Oh, I'm a, I'm a nasty boy. Dude, that's say what, your rap that's what you wanted, right? <laughs> from the Christmas episode. Um, <laughs> I'm free freestyling, sitting in Seth's room. There's a mirror on the wall and uh, a lot of Russian books on the shelf. What the heck? Spitting rhymes, killing time. This is rare condition where you don't hit puberty till late in your life. Connor, unfortunately, has that. And uh, look, Jacob, why you gotta put me on blast like that, man? Like I, everyone clearly knows and hears it. Like, do we really? I've I've always, I've always told the listeners we are an open book, and I will keep that. Look, you may be an open book, but you can't open my book for me. That's just rude. Ugh, Connor. Let's let's open a, a page and see what happens. Chapter uh, one. Puberty. <laughs> Chapter one. Failure. Oh, looks like it started. <laughs> a little late. Uh, Connor, you're sick, right? Maybe. Yeah, I am. Uh, that's going to affect your character, I think. Um, you sound better this way. He's probably just going to be a couple octaves lower, really. Minus Actually, twenty hit points. That's no, I agree with Adam. You do sound you sound silkier. You sound smoother. Silky yeah. smooth, like jazz. Getting those low tones going now. Yeah. My name's. Well, Darian. we're sorry you're sick, but we still have to record. The show must go on. The show must go on. Maybe with this voice, we can finally get your girlfriend, Connor. Oh, oh man! If I recall correctly, Seth's the only single one here. Oh, Don't tell the listeners that they have Damn. to have posters of us that you know are like, you know, they can daydream about us and everything. They're well, like, they can well, still do that new, anyway because you know people always... on the on the Patreon is a calendar of all of us. People always want what one they can't of the have, Patreon Jacob. things should be go on a date with Connor. He needs it. I'd sign up. <laughs> that's uh, that's a little rude. I think Lauren I'm two dollars or five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's the five dollars. Oh, that's a pretty steep price. Uh... Five dollars, but you have to. You also have to buy him the food. <laughs> it's the five dollar uh, tier, but they also have to come to me. I'm not going to them. Whoa, Connor! I don't like, dox yourself. Take out, baby. Don't dox yourself. <laughs> Before we get into the episode, though, I do like Adam's idea to make a calendar on the Patreon of like I say, like sexy fireman poses yeah. with your D and D characters. Ooh. Um, um, I think Zippy in some overalls and check, Normandy check. with a just a jacket over the shoulder. But I think some of them should be real though, and like. Adam should like be you're there. Cosplaying and as like, them or like, just just you, Connor? No, like Adam should be there in his like construction outfit, just like all like ready to go. Oh and yeah, just, like, Sweat doing pants the full fireman, greasy thing. tank top, baby. If some people old, see who I really am, some assless chaps. No one will think I'm really sippy. 
<laughs> the illusion will break. Connor, how did you um, know I'm wearing that? Can you? Do you have a camera in my room? I don't want to talk about it. You forgot to turn your Skype camera off. Oh, darn. Um, <laughs> also, why are you sitting on your laptop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Especially with those assless chaps. <laughs> Anyways, we're uh, at Cheaper by the Dungeon, a talk show where we talk about what we might do with our Patreon. Um, <laughs> and Adam's oh, assless chaps. Oh, this gosh. is behind the scenes, yeah. man. This is bonus content. This is the real stuff that they crave. Raw. Um, Anyways, we all ready to get into this? Heck yeah, yeah, man. Okay. Recap. Yeah, play the theme song again right here, just very quickly. <laughs> um, all right, recap. Last episode, the boys were still split. It started off with Normandy and Darien fighting off about eight limbo horsemen um, while saving Beryl, or not saving him, keeping him and capturing him and bringing him to the mansion. Flip side, Zippy was kidnapped by Limbo, the gang, uh, and he got his pinky m- uh, finger cut off from uh, Carmine's dagger. Ooh. Um, Those grow back, however, right? Uh, yeah, you're a lizard man, right? No. That's Connor. Oh, right. Rude. Oh, damn. Call that. <laughs> um, no, they don't grow back. <laughs> and, oh, that's and, a uh, shame. Uh, some random, still unnamed girl... Uh, saved zippy uh zippy took the dagger from the table that cut his finger off um, and threw the finger on the floor because he didn't need it anymore and they ran off and escaped uh just barely they didn't go down the path to the harbor they went left for some reason and it worked um look it's not like i didn't want to know her name i i just have i I just it's been a busy day you asked you asked you asked her name um you just fell asleep before you could get it yeah Flip side, again, <laughs> um, Normandy and Darian were torturing uh, Beryl for information I on Limbo. That. We were having a friendly conversation, okay? I wouldn't call it torturing. And they got some good stuff. Uh, <clears throat> then they both went to bed with the hope that they would go uh, after and find Zippy first thing in the morning. Then Normandy and Zippy went back into the dream world, into Norman's dream in the fishing boat in the Silver Sea. And it ended with, you guessed it. Normandy's self-proclaimed dad, the Demon King, showing up. <laughs> is, is the dad? Can you really self-proclaim you're a dad? I thought that's just kind of that's just what happens. <laughs> well, Normandy can, and, and and that's the way it goes. Um. Anyways, we ready? Yeah, man. Let's do it. All right. So we're gonna start Ooh. in the dream world. You have just heard the echoing voice of the Demon King say that uh, Normandy, my son, is here and it's finally time to meet. Um, The boat is rocking from the waves. The bulge of water is kind of encircling and going around this fishing boat that you, the boat that you are in. Uh, You don't see anything. You just see the bulge of water that's getting pushed from whatever's beneath the, the Silver Sea. Um, but the voice echoes out towards you and Zippy. What do you do? Well, first off, I look at Zippy. Is he still in the boat safe and asleep? Uh, he's safe. He's feeling very drowsy from, like, you know, the, the bleed out he kind of had. Uh, but he's still a little bit there and aware of what's going on. But he's still fading a bit. No, Mindy, oh. what's what's that sound? It's a little scary. I'm going to take care of it. And now now that I know that he's safe, I'm going to look back at the Demon King, 
I'm going to clear my throat. <clears throat> Royce, it's been a long time coming. How's it going? Normandy. It's going so-so. It's going so-so for me, too. I have a, a couple questions. I guess the first one is, what are you doing here in my dream? You called me. You wanted me here. I should be asking you what you want from me. Well, some answers would be a good good place to start. I pull out the amulet from underneath my shirt. Do I still have it in the dream? Yes, you do. I pull it out and I kind of take it off my neck and I show it to him and I say, This has your symbol on it. And I've had it ever since I was a child, found stranded in a desert. Where did I get this? As you show the symbol, uh, the waters kind of ripple even harder, and you just hear a... I gave that to you a long time ago. You're okay. It sounds like you're, you're choking on something. You're not going to, like, cough. The water is sporadically kind of freaking out and splashing as he's, like, coughing and making these weird guttural noises. Norman, get your dream under control. I'm trying to nap. And how big is is the Demon King here? You get, can't see him. You just see the bulge of water. But you estimate he's very big. Uh, uh, think about, like, three trolls stacked on top of each other. But is he is the water up or is he completely underneath? It's like it? bulging from whatever's beneath. It's like pushing it up. You don't see anything though. It's like waves are coming. Okay, but he's but he's above me? No, he's below you. So it's like your boat's on the surface of the sea and the water is bulging from where they are. Okay, I Okay, hearing Zippy say that, I'm going to instinctively put my hands out and will the waters to quiet. Recognizing that it's probably some kind of emotional turmoil in me that's making this happen, and I'm going to will it to be still. You reach out and will with all your might, and it does not calm down. Norman, keep your hands inside at all times when you ride. <laughs> oh, thanks, don't, Zippy. Don't stretch, don't stretch them out. You'll, you'll fall in. Uh, of course. Thank you. And I look back at Royce, and I say... Why did you give this to me? What does it mean? It's for... Protection. And... Somewhat of a symbol of identification. You know that already, don't you? Well, I put it together with no help from you. I had to do a lot of research to find out who I am. But... You forget too much, Normandy. And then as he says that, a black claw hand is reaching out from the water. And it's massive. It's like a tower. And you see these sharp fingernails. And there's constant cracks spiraling down the wrist. And there you can see, like, boiling, like, lava beneath the skin. And this hand is reaching up. And it's going to grab the boat. It's it's arcing over top now. Norman, keep that away from me. I'm trying to sleep. 
I, man, I, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can, like, propel the boat. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, stop, wait, Royce. As you say that, um, the waters go kind of calm, but the arm is still descending and the hand is descending upon you. And you just hear, let's become one, Norman. And then the hand is lowering, and it's coming, and the fingers are now dipping into the water, uh, and they're like pillars around you, and it's starting to close. I say, why not do it again? Thunder wave, and I'm shooting it right at that palm to back it off. This won't I cost a say, spell slot, because it's in your dream too, so go ahead. Okay, and I'm going to say, I said, wait! You And I'm going to, so wait, that's 2d8? Yeah. And it's going to hit okay. Zippy, too. <laughs> Dream damage. Oh, man. Stupid thunder wave. Oh. So roll a deck save, Zippy. Oh, dear. Why am I always the butt of the jokes now? Eleven. And your DC is 14? Yeah, still. Right. Or would it go up since I leveled up? Should we tell everyone we leveled up, by the way? Or do I have I not leveled up yet? Oh, yeah. We should mention that. They all leveled up. Level five now. Um, should have done that at the I'm beginning. I'm pretty sure my DC is still the same. No, it goes up by plus one. Your proficiency went up one. Oh, yeah. Okay, 15, baby. All right, 15. Uh, what would you get, Zippy? 13, and my AC is uh, 15 as well. Uh, it's fine. It's a deck save, so you're going to take full damage on that. Um, oh. ah, dream I damage. Not. Um, Good thing nightmare. my dream HP is nine thousand. Royce saved because he's a demon king <laughs> and his stats are insane. Um, <sighs> but uh, still takes some half damage. Uh, you see the thunder wave goes off and Zippy, you get knocked back and you kind of wake up even more because you just took damage. So you get a shock to your system, literally from the thunder Dang wave. It. Uh, and the hand, it just kind of hits it. Uh, but it does not slow it down or damage it in any visible way. Um, and it's starting to close the fingers, and the waves are starting to rock the boat more from the fingers closing in. Normandy, do you hate me or something? Why did you just attack me? <laughs> uh, uh, shoot, I don't even know what to say. I'm going to well, say... That's, you can't even say you're sorry? That's not the first thing that comes to mind? No, Look at no, this. Look at this. Look at this situation we're in and you can't even think of your the friends. The fingers are getting very close. It's getting very dark. The boat is starting this to is crack as the fingers Normandy. are brushing up oh, against it. No matter... Do you know Even what? The we, last thing I'm going to do... If we die right here, I'll never forgive you. <laughs> the last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts on Royce. On Royce? Yeah. Okay. Um, dream Detect Thoughts. Uh, they get to roll a save, right? Or do you just get to yeah, want to hear the surface level? Um, well, the first time, they just tell me, and then the second time, then they have to roll a save. That I learn, like, Right, if you want to go deeper, right? Thoughts. All the surface level thoughts you hear are just become one, and it starts closing more. Yeah, I'm gonna probe deeper. I'm gonna probe deeper. Okay, they get to save, and it's fifteen. Uh, yeah. Uh, they save. <sighs> All right, I'm flying. I'm flying out of here. I I'm leaving the boat now. Sorry, Normandy, but 
This is getting too scary for the, me. You have clearly some daddy the issues. The fingers are so close now, and the boat is starting to get crushed in the hand. Uh, there is no visible gap to, like, fly out of, Zippy. But you can fly in this small space that you have now. <laughs> I swim I swim under, uh, down under the... You realize the, it's like closing a boat. fist, right? So the fingers are curled beneath? Yeah, but I'd rather be under it than above it with Normandy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you fly into the water, and there's... Wait, 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 you said there's still small gaps, though? Very small, but you you can't fit in them. I transform into a little bird. Man, do you know what, (laughs) Seth? I cast my third level spell. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Jake, I'm sorry. You finished, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I transform into a little bird, and I try to fly between the fingers and go out of here. Uh, okay. <laughs> Can I do something? Sure. He's he's Wait, a bird now, see... and he's. Wait, did I fly out? <laughs> you, you fly towards the gap in the finger, and you squeeze through. <laughs> <laughs> it's see like Millennium Falcon flying through the gap as it's closing in, uh, because it's very big fingers, um, and you make it through. All right, now you can go Normandy. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, last thing I'm gonna do is I'm going to cast, the first time, my third level spell, Leo's Tiny Hut. <laughs> what? Okay. Go for it. A 10-foot te- radius, immobile dome of force springs into existence around and above you and remains stationary for the duration. The spell ends if you leave it. Up to nine creatures of medium size or small can fit inside. The spell fails if the area includes a larger creature. Creatures and objects within the dome when you cast a spell... Okay, sorry. Um... Uh, it says all other creatures and objects are barred from passing through it spells and other magical effects cannot extend through the dome or be cast through it the atmosphere inside the space is comfortable and dry regardless of the weather outside until the spell ends you can command the interior to become dimly lit or dark the dome is opaque from the outside of of any color you choose but it is transparent from the inside so nobody casting time is one minute it's a ritual. Sorry. Wait, what? I need to... I think it lasts for... Oh, no! You're right! It lasts for eight no! hours. It takes a minute to cast. You can start so that minute now minute if you'd like, but it might not work in time. <laughs> start! <sighs> yeah, I, I start. Leo's tiny hut, Leo's tiny hut, Leo's tiny hut. Okay. <laughs> you start... I think, I think it's over, though. You start trying to do this uh, ritual, and the hand is closing, and it's get very dark. Okay, I, I want to transform into a fish now so I get a good look at what's under the water. <laughs> okay. Any type of fish? Uh, a salmon. Okay. Um, so you are outside the hand. You can see it's a closed fist just over top of the surface of the water. And um, you are turning into a salmon. And you dive under. Um, and you are in the silver sea. It's very different than normal water. It's difficult to see. Um, but all you see, oddly enough, is just the bottom of the wrist. There's no body. It's just the hand. Hmm. Well, that's just weird. All right, I'll I'll just watch. <laughs> I'll just watch from outside. See if he gets out of this. A true friend. Uh, I'm really rooting <laughs> for you, Normandy. Okay. Thanks, Zippy. Um, <laughs> you are in this uh fist 
Normandy, this giant demon fist. And it's bright in there now because the the lava skin cracks are kind of illuminating it. Um, but you feel there's water at like your feet because it's just you're, it got closed right over top of it. And you see the water starting to increase as the fist is going into the water. I cast, uh, I cast hold person on the hand. Hold! Just to give it a little bit more time for the ritual. You want to... <gasps> oh my gosh, this is so sick! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> cool, man, cool, 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 yeah, cool. You want hold person on this hand? Yeah. It happens. Um, the hand is held. It's frozen in Wait, place. Wait, he doesn't have to roll? Nope. Okay. Um, Normandy, I've given you a little time. Hurry yeah, up. The hand is frozen, and you just hear the voice of Royce. Hey, I like that. Uh, and it goes, Norman, don't fight. Let it happen. We both want this. Norman, hold person only lasts for one minute. Hurry. That's okay. Uh, Leo's tiny hut. Leo's tiny hut. And then I say to the voice, I say, if you spoke plainly, I might go along with your plan. But I don't talk to people I, I can't trust. As you, and I keep going with the spell. As you finish that, we'll say the minutes passed and the hand is still held. Um, and I assume you're not in salmon form anymore, Zippy. Because um, <clears throat> you can't cast a spell on that. Um Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm i just, I mean, it's a dream, so I can pretty much do whatever I want. Oh, so. maybe, maybe you can, you never know, that might be the hint here. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it wasn't obvious enough. Um, yeah, the minute goes by, and the hut is made. In the hand. So, things can't come inside, right, or damage it? Yeah, and neither can spells. Okay, um... So it actually expands the hand a bit from the space of the the hut that you've made. Um, And the hand opens up a little. And the cracks between the fingers, uh, you can see some light from the outside dream world shining through. Um, But uh, yeah, you're safe in there right now. And I say, this bad boy lasts for eight hours. I can go all night, Royce. Let it happen, please, for us. For the deep. And Zippy, do you want to do anything? Uh, I'll just kind of float in the air, I guess, and watch whatever happens. This is pretty interesting. Okay. Um, you float up into the air, and you're just kind of fooling around. You're like, la, la, la. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not saying la, la, la. I'm not saying Okay. That. My bad. As you are oh, up wait, there. Seth. Oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. As you are up there, in the far distance, Zippy, you see a figure. A very similar figure to the one you saw in the Candyland dream. Um, And it's in the far distance, but you sense it. And you see this figure of a humanoid sprinting on air towards your direction. And you see the waves behind it are exploding like it's like a tsunami is coming towards you well that's that's quite something um um i i can't see this right no okay uh well i use well if this is a 
This is a dream. Then how about this? I use gust of wind, and I propel myself even and fly towards the figure. Oh, that's so sick. Dragon Ball Z, baby. <laughs> okay. And I scream. Normandy, do you want to do anything before this? Yeah, so let me just, can you just repeat what, what he said? I couldn't quite make it out. Oh, he said, uh, just do this for us, for the deep. For us? Oh, I thought he said, or or ask for the deep. I was like, yeah. what? Okay. Um, man, can I, can I insight check this? Like, is he, like, from what I can tell, is he being benevolent towards me? Or is he being, like, like, uh, threatening? Uh, I mean, besides the obvious hand about to crush me. I'll let you decide that one, what you think you're interpreting their conversation as. Man, you know what? I've been waiting to meet Royce all my life. I'm going to say, it's just a dream, right? And I release the tiny hut. Okay. And the fist starts to close and descend into the water as the silver sea starts filling up the fist. Uh, and you just hear the voice of Royce say, Yes, together, for now. And then it drags it down, and you're underwater. Cut to Zippy. Uh, you are gusting of winding Dragon Ball Z style towards this figure who has a tsunami behind them. They see you're doing that, and they do the same. And they're gust <laughs> of winding towards you. What do you do? Uh, I take out my, I continue, but cast a flame blade as well. (laughs) Okay. You cast this flame blade and it spawns from your hand and you have a fiery sword at at your side. Um, And you're going very fast through the air. Um, And they're going even faster towards you. The tsunami is still far ways back, but it's slowly coming. Um, you two are going to clash in three, two. I go down, down, down <laughs> to the water. You zoom down <laughs> into the water. Okay. Uh, I thought you were going to let me count down. Uh, you zoom down and you dodge diving underneath the water. You see the fist and the wrist that's dragging uh, Normandy under the water in the distance and you sense above you the figure is also curving down after you now so it's more of a chase okay I cast uh, I cast uh, wind wall hmm. underwater which is uh, yeah well I mean if you don't think that works then it's fine, a dream but... you can do it yeah, <laughs> a wall of strong wind rises from the from the ground, but I guess you know from the point of origin in the water. Uh, what is ground, really? We can get into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you can make the wall up to fifty feet long, and I will uh, in his direction to kind of deter him from following me. Okay, underwater, the space where you're making this wind wall. The water expands and moves out of the way, and a wind, a wall of strong wind is formed, and it starts moving its way like a giant bubble underwater, um, because you willed it to be. Uh, you see above the water, the figure who's coming towards you spawns an ice blade to counteract your flame blade, and 
goes right and is not turning away from this wind wall and slashes through it and parts it and parts the sea completely. Um, Whatever bottom of the sea there is, it's gone now. And you see it's parted like right next to you. So right next to you underwater is actually air. Uh, It's like a line has been divided through the ocean. Um, What else would you like to do? Is it? It's nighttime here, right? Uh, yeah, kind of, it's like dusk. Moonbeam! I cast Moonbeam! Sure! <laughs> uh, and Moonbeam does what? Explain it for uh, me. It's a silvery beam of pale light. It shines down a uh, five foot radius. Blah, blah, blah. Um, when a creature enters the spell's area for the first time or, or on its turn, it's engulfed in flames, costuming pain. It must make Whoa. a constitution saving throw. Okay. If not, it takes 2d10 on a field. So this beam from the sky that has no stars or moons, a beam of moonlight is shining down onto um, the figure. Uh, and they turn, and you see just a wall of earth is formed just out of nowhere to block the moonlight. But they're taking time to do it and to like use it, the earth wall that they've made as a shield. Um, so now around you, Zippy, you bought yourself a little bit of time while they're dealing with that distraction. You see where they've cut the sea. It's actually not coming back. It's like it's just permanently been separated. And you see the okay. fist is being sunk even more deep into the sea. And Normandy, you're just kind of floating and nothing's happening in there. Um, but okay. you see beneath it where it's heading is a door. Um, specifically a very similar wooden door to the one you used to get into Norman's Dream. Whoa. Oh, I see that? Yeah. Okay, perfect. I was going to use locate object because it was there before. Um, okay, I use uh, Gust of Wind again and uh, try to move as fast as I can to that door. You move like a torpedo. You splash out of the water for a second into the gap where the they've cut the sea, and then you dive into the other side's water, and you're just zooming towards the door. The fist is pretty close to the door as well, but it's slowly starting to pass it. What do you do? What's on the other side, man? Damn, this guy's good. I don't have a choice here. He's really powerful. Not as powerful as my good buddy Darian, of course, but <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe Normandy, though. Um... <laughs> I was thinking Savage. water. <laughs> any, any case, I I have to uh, I have to get to that door. Um, I, just, I don't know. I just keep keep moving towards it. Okay. Um, you're at the door, and the fist is very close to it, and it's just slowly still sinking. Um, the door's open? No, it's not. But you're at it now, so, and it's like it's kind of flat, like how it would be like basically lying down on the floor if it was okay. on regular ground. So that's kind of the direction it is kind of facing. Um, so you got to pull it up, kind of, to open it. I do, eh? You do? You? Oh, oh no, no. Like I do. Like uh, we we do have to pull it up to open it. Yes, yes, you do have to pull it up to open it. Okay. Are we underwater, or, is, or are we part of where the water's been cleared, me and the fist? Uh, no, you're underwater, re- really very close to the door. Um, and for some reason, you find it odd that you neither of you actually struggle breathing under the water as well. You don't feel like you're drowning. Okay, am I still like, I know I'm 
unconscious in the dream. But in the dream, am I still conscious as well, or am I like become smush in inside his hand? No, you're conscious. You're kind of floating around. It's not completely closed on you. So, so this door is underwater, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I I cast destroy water then around the door to allow us to open it safely because. I don't see how easy it would be to open underwater. A vacuum around you appears where, you know, there's no more water for a split second. Um, and it's the door is actually just floating in space. It doesn't, like, fall or anything. Um, so you want to open it now as, as, like, the water is dispersed from you for a, a brief moment? So I'm very close to Normandy right now. Yeah, he's in the fists. And it's, it's probably about 20 feet away. Normandy, if if you can hear me, I, I'm going through this door. You seem safe enough, but I gotta get out of here. And I can hear you because I'm using detect thoughts like 100%. Yes, and you can hear his voice as well. And I use press, uh, thaumaturgy or prestidigitation to, like, to project outside of the fist, like, a bunch of little sparks that, like, I don't know, like, some kind of confirmation just after he says that. Kind of saying, like, cool. <laughs> if I can. I don't know if I can. <laughs> Uh, I've i received the message. <laughs> um, you you seem like a quite content being with your little pops over there. Uh, I see ya. I need to get out of here. So I I know I go through the door. All right, you pull the door open, but it's kind of tough and it's actually very heavy. Um, and as you're like, kind of willing it to be open, it's it's like it was like half locked and you're just kind of jamming it open. Um, and as you start creaking it, the wood starts to like crack as you can kind of hear it. And the world around you is starting to shake. Um, but you pull with all your might and the door swings open and a bright green light shines through. Do you hop through? Uh, yeah, I hop through. See you, Norman. You hop through. Well, bye. Bye bye. You hop through, and you're in the Feywild Dreamland. Um, but before we get to you, Zippy, we're gonna finish up with Norman and what happens there. You feel the shaking of the world around you, Norman, and you just hear the voice of Royce keep saying, "Deeper, deeper." and you keep going and you kind of let yourself be one um and just as you're feeling some form of nirvana um the fist explodes and the figure reaches in and grabs you like the flying one yeah the one that was chasing zippy grabs you by the collar of your shirt brings you in close you can't see a face it's like they're completely wearing a mask in this black kind of like skin tight suit kind of and they're just holding you close and they're like where did he go is he grabbing me like rough at all yes very i'm gonna use hellish rebuke and 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 say don't touch me um as you're starting to produce this flame and push it on him, even underwater, it's somehow working. Um, he just grabs your your head, like with his entire hand, uh, and just you feel the power drain from you, and the fire decreases. 
Uh, I'm going to say, I'll never tell you. Uh, and he's, and I'm going to flip in. He, like, I'm like, well, no, man, I'm going to flip in, take my sword out, and try to stab him. Okay. As yeah, you, I'm going to say, I'll never tell you. And I pull up my sword. As you pull out your sword and you go to stab, oddly enough, you feel a sharp pain in your stomach. <sighs> And you wake up. Oh. And we're going to go to Zippy, who's in the Feywild. You, around you, you're in the Feywild. It's all greenery. And you <laughs> see mushrooms as tall as trees and forests and huge rocks. And in the distance, you hear some laughter. And you see a satyr, a sprite, all these Feywild beings in kind of a group, kind of skipping along throughout the, fe- uh, throughout the forest. And you see one recognizable Eladrin among them, Darian. Well, this place sure is cute. You turn around and the door behind you is also disappeared. Uh, oh, well, sorry, Normandy. Well, guess I can't get back to you. You had your chance. <laughs> Probably for the best, though. He seemed like he was in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> Darian, is that you? What? What the? A Lapine? What's what's a Lapine doing here? Lapine? Oh, don't be like that. It's me, Zippy. Z- L- Z- Wait, Zippy? What are you... Wait a minute, what are you doing here? I could ask you the same thing. I just came through this door right here. What? Door? What are you talking about? We're out in the forest of the thing. Fa- Wait a minute. We were, I haven't been in the Feywild for some time. Where the, what the heck is going on? Darian? Oh, I don't know. All the friends you were skipping along with, they've continued on the forest without you, and they've gone off into the distance. With it, oh. oh, sorry. Did I keep you from your little party there? No, it's it's fine. It's fine, Zip. What What is going on? Where the, where the hell are we? I, I, I don't know. You're the one who's here before me. Yeah, well, like, no, I mean, well, it looks like the Feywild. That part, that part seems clear, but I haven't been back here for some time. There's no reason we should be here right now. Is this... What What's going on? Why are you here? Where are we? Well, I, I don't know. I haven't really thought much about it. <laughs> I was just with Normandy, but uh, to be to be frank, I, I don't know. It's, it's I've been having trouble even thinking this is strange or anything like that. Is this strange? With Norman, is he in the Feywild as well? Oh no, he was just back in this whole lake we were at. It was quite quite epic, really. Lake? There's no lake near here. What is... Uh, something seems off. Um, Seth, am I able to kind of determine here that we're... Like, this is a dream? Like, things are going wild? Yeah. I, I'd say you'd be able to tell it's a dream at this point, since Zippy's here. Uh, Zipper, are you in my dream? Oh yes, I, yeah. I think I knew that. That's why I was I was flying around earlier in everything. Uh, you it's were also flying. Con- oh yes, it's also confusing. I, I don't know. It seems like I don't know. Think about whenever you're in a dream. It's like you take what you see as just reality, but you know it's a dream. But it's, it's so weird. You're not concerned at all with the the real waking world. 
Well, you've now made me concerned a little bit. Um, why... What's the purpose for you being here? Is there... Wait a minute, you're here! Wait, you're... You're actually here. We're... We're really talking right now. This is... This is the real Zippy talking to me right now. Well, I know I'm real, but you could just be as much as a dream as anyone else I've seen. That's a very fair point. Well, I'm going to... Run with the thought that this is not a dream, because... No, this is a dream, and that you're real. You can't even keep this straight. No, you're right. (laughs) I'm having a hard time. It's a little weird having somebody invade your mind. Oh, Darian, I I miss you so much. When are you guys (laughs) going to come and get me? Yeah, right. Where where are you? Last we saw you, you went off gallivanting in the castle. Where where have you gone? Well, that's just quite a story, isn't it? Um, let me think. Could you tell me in twenty words or less? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Probably not. Um, as he uh... as he's thinking about his story and his journey and how to best describe it the visions that Normandy saw in the distance, in the past dream, are shown in the distance for you as well. You can kind of make out the harbor area of, of Orum and just outside beyond the wall. Wait a minute, that... from that direction... Wait, are you... are you at the harbor on the outskirts of Orum? The oh. one where Limbo is? <clears throat> Yes, I think so. Oh, I remember now. Yes. Oh, it was terrible. They tortured me and everything. I, um... How did... How did you get there? Oh, oh, that's something else. That castle we were in is so confusing. I think the limbo people were in there. Well, they... They knocked me silly like a little gopher. They were in the castle. As he's telling this story about the castle, the visions of the castle are appearing in the distance. And they're starting to become real as he's describing them and wow. in his experience. And the room around you is starting to, sh- to shape. Like the mushrooms are starting to turn into cobblestone. And everything is starting to change. And the world is shaking again. Oh, yes. It was... It, I guess uh, for me, I, I'm just focused on telling the story, yeah. I guess. Um, oh, yes. It, it was a castle. It was also dark. So many stairs. I tried to hide in a box as a little rat, but nothing could be done. Oh, it was almost like there was some force willing me to just be caught. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, as you're describing the box, uh, one of the trees starts turning into a crate, and a, a line of stairs is just going up and up and up into the sky. Everything around you is shifting and shaping. And from from then, I I was just in a cave. A, a, such a, a big cave with so many men in it, and and beside me was was Comb, the one we're looking for. What a Comb. crazy, what a crazy happenstance! Oh my gosh, is it, well, where are you now? Are you still in the cave? Oh, or was is that vision we saw before where you were? Let me think. Oh, As he's thinking, see... before you can even say anything else, you hear a boom from the sky, and a. And uh, you see a door about 50 feet above you, and the door opens, and like a bullet, the figure shoots through and comes in between you and Darian Zippy, and the ground around you breaks. Whoa. Oh, 
dear, not this man again. Darian, help me. He keeps chasing me. You! And he zips, and like, with the gust of wind, he grabs you by the neck, Zippy, and you go flying. He's like dragging you through the dirt, and you're making like a line as you go. I start rabbit kicking him. Let me go! Let me go! You kick him in the chest, and he goes flying off you. You can see you're about 300 feet away from Darian in the brief two seconds he flew. Holy uh, Darian's way off in the distance now, <laughs> and the guy is about 50 feet above you in the air, floating. But he collects himself, and he's shooting back down towards you. Oh, you... Is his door still available? Um, you do see the door is gone. Kind of how, like, how you came into the world, the door is gone as soon as you enter. Oh, dear. Um... I summon a Pegasus. Boop. Pegasus, here, <laughs> for you. It is a Pegasus, with oddly a voice quite similar to Longface Cloppy Hoops. Shimmer, how are you? I have wings. I love this. It is right, Shimmer. <laughs> Longface. Uh, fly, Longface. Let me think. What? Well, well, fly away. Uh, you hop on a long place Pegasus hooves, and he <laughs> shoots into the sky faster than you were ever flying before because you have faith in the steed. Um, and you see the figure is flying after you. Darian, what do you make of all this? You're in a half forest, half castle place, and you saw Zippy just get literally, like, bodied. Yeah, this is definitely a dream. <laughs> Hold on, let me try this. And I'm going to try and, like, summon some Feywild ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you think so hard. What's your favorite flavor? Uh, hazelnut. Classic. Uh, you think very hard and nothing appears. Um, and Damn you it. feel a little disappointed. Um, what the? You see. All right. Well, I, uh, and I start, like, running towards them, I guess. <laughs> you start running at, an, <laughs> hundreds at a normal human pace. And you're just kind of jogging. Um, Zippy, you are riding like at the speed of light on this Pegasus, and the person uh, behind you is chasing very quickly. And you see they reach out a hand, and a giant stone golem is formed from a nearby mountain, and they're going to punch you in the Pegasus. All right, then. How about this? In the Pegasus. With that, it's a golem hand, you a said? A very giant stone golem hand made from a mountain, yeah. Okay. Well, a mountain is made of metal. I say I use heat metal, and I heat it up. And with that, I'm going to, after heating up the hand, if, if that is able to happen, so it's like super hot, I'm going to use... Uh... Uh... I'll heat it up, and then I'll use Call Lightning, and then I'll, I'll try and shatter the rock, making it weak by heating it up first. Wow. Cool. The heat on the hand is just glowing red now from, from you casting it, and you can see it's kind of like dripping a bit, and it seems quite unstable. A lightning cloud of, uh, forms all above you, and it, multiple strikes just all down the arm until it crumbles. Um, but as you were 
distracted and we're casting these spells to try and just stop this giant hand. The figure is coming at you from in front now very quickly and tackles your Pegasus. Um, you hear... Long face, no! You hear Pegasus hooves go, Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> like, you're, you fly off the Pegasus and long face falls to the earth and just explodes into a rainbow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> my horse! Um, oh, that was gorgeous. And you see... Uh, <laughs> handcuffs start to appear on your wrists and your legs and you're getting stretched like um just in a star position like your arms and legs are restrained um and you see the figure fly towards you uh and is going to grab you any last tricks you want to pull oh i don't think i can do i can do much more Uh, darian darian How how close am I? Sadly? You are miles away. <laughs> <laughs> you did see the rainbow, though. What? <laughs> did you? Zip, uh, are you good? Oh, Zip, yeah. I, I can't hear anything. Um, yeah, you can't oh, hear well. anything. And I'm gonna go back to the fake. The <laughs> the figure goes and. The world, as they're getting closer to you, especially as they're closing in the distance, they reach out a finger uh, at the end of their arm, just extending it full, like they're going to poke you right in the forehead. And the world around you is shaking even more violently as the two of you are coming into contact. Uh, And they poke you on the forehead, Zippy. And you sink. You start falling from the sky and you fall into a door that appears and you go right through um and you find yourself in a room but first before i describe that room the figure flies over to darian and you're like casually walking back to your friends you're like oh that was weird (laughs) you're like i'm gonna go party with my fae friends uh and they're like not so fast and they grab the back of your shirt and yank you through the sky and toss you in the door. Oh my gosh! Ah. (laughs) And the world, as you see through the door from the room you're in now, uh, is kind of like collapsing in on itself, and they dash through the door as well, and the door behind them dissolves. You find yourself in a pure white room. You can't tell where the walls are, or the ceiling, or the floor. You're just in a white void with the figure. Wait, am I with Darian? Is this, we're in the same room? Yep, Darian's there. Is this heaven, Darian? I'm not there, right? No, you're not there. You woke up. Aw, oh, man. Okay, if this is heaven, I'm going to be real disappointed. Well, I'm glad I'm with you, though. Aw, oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> also, still, what the hell is going on? I, just... I, don't, I don't know, but that was pretty cool, wasn't it? I saw most of it from about a mile away, so I'm not quite sure. But I mean, they saw the rainbows. That was pretty. Oh, long face. <laughs> in the distance, you hear. Do we do we see the figure in the room? Uh, yeah, and you can see they've taken out a clipboard now, and they're furiously scribbling notes. Who the hell are you? What is going on? <laughs> oh, now is not the time for questions. The time's almost. And as he's saying, the time's almost up. You pop 
and you're awake, Darian. Um, mm. And we're going to cut it there. Mid-roll time. Hello, it's me, Zippy Westboro. I'm here for a little mid-roll action. I know you guys aren't usually here for me, but I'm here for you this time. I'm here to give you some some information that it's it's just gonna simply blow your blow your socks off. Oh boy, please hold on to your socks for me, Zippy. Alright, to get to business, we have like a little sponsor. Alright, here we go. Their name is Brooklyn Quarter. Here, I'll tell you a bit about them. Brooklyn Quarter is a group of storytellers who host two weekly D&D shows, The Carol Guardians, on Mondays at 7 p.m. EST, and Maven Brave, which is currently Wednesday at 6 p.m. EST. But, they're moving. So, if you're listening to this after February 22nd, 2019, Maven Brave is now on Fridays from 3 to 6 p.m. EST. You can catch both of their shows on their Twitch channel, Brooklyn Quarter. Oh boy, these guys are something else. They, I hope I don't meet them, because they're so good, they're a little scary. Oh boy. Uh, who, who, made them our, who made them our sponsor for this week? They're starting to scare me. Anyways, we should move on. All right, I have a, I have a, some even even more information to smack down right on you you guys and girls. Um, we have a giveaway that we're giving right away today. Actually, actually a couple days ago, it's it's our Valentine's Day two thousand subscriber special. Oh boy, it's an ad within our own within our own mid roll, but for ourselves, this is crazy. So just so you guys know. It's a giveaway, so it doesn't cost you anything, and it's a giveaway for a D&D kit. You get some dice, a couple books. Oh, it's just simply amazing. You you might be able to to to, D, to DM, you know, me Sippy at one point. No, that's just that's Seth the DM's job. He's he he has to rein me in, you see. Um, so to to to. Give yourself a little raffle ticket there that that you can use for to, to put your name in. Essentially, is you simply got to share our our posted posts there on on our Twitter. It's just right there for you to to share. And if you share, we'll make sure to write you down and we'll let you know if you win. And uh, you can even get a second raffle ticket as well if you simply just post a picture on your Twitter that says, I heart cheaper by the dungeon. Oh, that's just, it's simply amazing the things you can do on the internet these days. I'm, I'm just constantly amazed. Finally, our next episode will be releasing February 19th. Oh boy, I can't wait. Who knows what'll happen? I mean, I don't even know. None of this is scripted at all. I, I just talk and talk and talk. I just... I just talk until something happens, and what do you know? We've got a couple episodes all, all ready for this show of just me me just flying at the seat of my pants, pretty much. Oh boy, here we go again. Me just talking your ears off. I th- I think that's it for our mid-roll this week. Well, I hope you all enjoyed sitting down with me and listening to me jibber-jabber all your ears off. I can't wait to be with you guys next time. Hopefully I'll have some friends. It's a bit lonely, but... You know, doing this all by myself, but at least I have all of you to support me. Thank you very much, and enjoy the next half of our episode. Thank you.
And we're back. Uh, we're going to start with Normandy, who awoke to a sharp pain in their stomach just as they were getting grabbed by the figure in the dream world. Ugh. You shoot awake, and it's still, like, you can see this. It's just beginning to be sunrise, so it, the sun is just coming up. So there's a little light shining in through your room. But you immediately notice there is a dagger in your stomach. What? figure grabbing your collar and just like how they were grabbing your collar in the dream and it is the one limbo rider who rode away uh, at the beginning of the fight to check on the one person who got killed by darian you can see they're covered in blood in their limbo gear and you can see it's a woman's face with blonde hair and you can see tears in her eyes and you notice like your window's open and there's a grappling hook kind of just like sunk into the wood of or the windowsill <laughs> And they're just grabbing you, and they're like, You killed my husband? You took Beryl? I'm going to kill you. What do you do? I cast Charm Person. And I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say, If you want your husband back, you're going to have to help us first. Um, okay, what's the save they have to make? DC 15, uh, oh, it's, uh, sorry, this is the first time I'm actually using paper for my spells here, sorry. It is, I kind of, like, hate using Charm Person now, because I feel like it really screwed me over way back in the campaign. It's bad, <laughs> it's, your, it's just your spell save life. DC, so it'd be 15. Yeah, yeah, no, but I don't know what it is yet, it's, uh, what? It's I, a believe, Chris, I believe it's Chris just thing? a charisma check, right? Christmas saving throw. Christmas yeah, I yeah, Christmas saving throw. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is going to be the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> okay. You for some reason have the mental clarity to realize I have a dagger in my stomach um and a person from limbo above me. I'm going to charm them. And you do. And their tears are still streaming down their face, but they, a smile uh appears and they're like, "You'll get my husband back?" Okay. And they take the dagger out. <laughs> and they're just sitting oh, on top of you. Oh. I was like, oh, oh, little warning. Oh, you have successfully charmed okay. this almost assassin. I'm going to say, um, that was a nice try. Please don't cry. If we work together, your husband won't die. And I kind of like sit up and like I kind of put my hand in my stomach. Do I take damage for this? Yeah, you you only take about uh you take 6 damage. So. And I just crunch my abs to stop the bleeding. Just kidding. So I'm like, "Whoa, sick." And I <laughs> I put my hand there and I'm going to say, "Okay, just back up and just give me a second here." And I get changed and I go, <laughs> "Darren, do you know what? what what's your name?" Sorry, I'm not even in an accent. What what's your, what's your name? My name? Yes. It is. It's right here. It's uh, Jow. Jow. Perfect. Okay. Come come with me, please. And I'm just going to, like, leave my room and start kind of shouting, Darian! <laughs> Darian! Uh, Dar and I go to his room, and I knock. Darian! And that's when Darian woke up. So you're awake now, Darian. Uh... uh, uh. Nor Norman? 
Darian, hi. Can I come in, please? I'm just going to open the door. Hope you're not yeah, doing anything yeah. I don't want to see. Hi. It's um, fine. I just woke up. Oh, my gosh. Why are you covered in blood? Okay, I um, run over and I, I cast first your first, wounds. Can you, can, yeah, can you do something about this, please? Sorry about the blood. That was me. <laughs> so I I, okay, so I, I cast w- Cure Wounds. And you're going to get, ooh, nice. You're going to get seven hit points back. Am I plus um, one? What? Or am I just full? You would just be full. Oh. Um, okay, cool. So you're back to full. And I just um, look at the girl and I'm like, okay, um, why did you do that? And I'm going to say. Norman, context. Oh. Yep, sorry about that. Whew, well, feel a lot better. Okay, perfect. I'm back in the game. Uh, so, uh, what did you say your name was? Uh, Jow. Jow. Yeah, okay, sorry. So, Jow. Darian, Darian, Jow, Jow is Beryl's wife. Um, she's, oh, I'm not she... Beryl's wife. <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm the wife of the late uh, uh, man that, uh, I think that green boy, uh, Darian, you said your name was? Uh, you shot my husband in the face with an arrow, but I'm glad Normandy can get him back. Oh, is she, is she charmed? Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> um... No, it's fine. As long as she's she's charmed, she doesn't really care about much what we do. As long as we don't do anything aggressive. Um, right, right, so... right now, we have a, a working arrangement that she's going to help us, and then we can help her uh, in the future. After that, okay, okay, great. Um, is there a, is there a chair in the room? Uh, yes, there'd be one at your desk in your bedroom. Okay, um, I pull the chair out of the desk and I go. Okay, great. Um, yes. Yeah, so the first thing. For us to help you is I'm going to need you to sit down in this chair. Okay. Great, great. And the next thing we're going to do is I'm just going to bundle you up a little bit. Ooh. And I'm going to tie her up with my rope <laughs> into the this. chair. Okay. okay and make you. sure it's real secure. And Actually, Darian, I was thinking, you know, this is uh, like, that's totally cool. But we should keep it quick because I, I kind of had this idea. What if we just get her to take us? To the limbo's hideout. By the way, I had this craziest dream. Zippy was in it. Um, sorry, Jack. One second. Crazy dream, and I I met Zippy, and a bunch of other stuff happened. But most important thing, I kind of have this feeling that I know where he is. I think he's in a cave. Yeah, I I think he was in my dream too, and I saw some weird visions of <laughs> some views of the city, and I. I think he's. I think he was taken by Limbo, and he's somewhere near there. You guys right, are exactly. sharing dreams. Oh man, you must be star-crossed lovers. Me and my late husband used to do that all the time. Oh, I'm very happy ship. to hear that. Honestly, Look, I I'll... ship you two. I could totally uh, see Darian and Norman like ship. What does that? What does that mean? Oh man, the good path. He clearly never went to Orem University. It's all the rage there. Um, it's kind of a term. It means uh, you guys are mm, a good pair romantically uh all right dial it back there a little bit all right how okay how long how long does your charm last um not that i need to check um one hour so one hour um seth from looking at the map how far away is like the port city how like how long of a horse ride would it be on your horses it's going to take about mm, five hours okay Look, Norman, that was a very optimistic plan, but your charm's not going to last that long Right. for us to get there. And if she snaps out of it partway through our journey, she's either going to break away to warn the rest of them or turn in and try and attack us. Um, 
unfortunately, we're going to have to deal with her here. Oh, deal with me? Oh, well, you know, like, come to uh, the resolution of our deal, you know, for getting your husband back. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Jow, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about anything else, you should really just resign yourself to not really living in Orem anymore. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know, if I were you, before anything else happened, we're going to meet again, I totally promise. But I want you to start making arrangements as soon as this whole thing is done to kind of just like kind of get out of the country. That's kind of going to be the best plan for you, I think. Um, you know, I'm you're, I'm sure you're very resourceful and, uh, you know, you're going to do us all proud. But, uh, you know, Orem and even this continent, I, I would get away. Wait, let me make a mental note. And done. Perfect. Um, here, uh, uh, Zhao, we're just going to step outside uh, and just continue to talk about our deal for a moment. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Don't be gone um, too so long. I, I pull Norman into the hall. Okay, Norman, sorry about that, Darian. You know, uh, woke you've up. just made this significantly worse. <laughs> Look, there's no way we can help her. And the if we can't just let her go, she's clearly going to go and try and either kill me again or kill you again. We have to... We likely have to dispose of her. And now that we're talking to her in this charmed state, it's not exactly making this easy. It would have been uh, easy if I just killed her. I mean... Honestly, yes. Yes, it would have. Uh I mean, I, I am open to the idea of talking to her once she is kind of become sane, and we just tell her exactly what I told her in there, that, you know what, there is no future for her here, she'd be better off leaving, uh, but maybe we just tie her up and let uh, uh, Gilbert deal with him. Her, sorry, Gilbert deal with her. I'm not going to kill her in cold blood. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, I can do it if we really need to. This is... The sun's already starting to come up, and we need to go find Zip. We don't have a lot of time. Just, I uh, could just, I could just get it over with. No, we're not going to do that. <sighs> just get go Gilbert grab. to tie her up in the basement. She'll be fine. Fine, I'll go grab Gilbert. Okay, I'll go keep her company. Um, yeah, so I go and get Gilbert. Um, for the sake of brevity, bring him up to speed on the conversation and everything that's happened. Um, and jumping in there. So what we're going to need you to do, Gilbert, is uh, just uh, keep her tied up. Maybe not in the same room as Beryl. Um, Wait, it's not a quite sightly scene. So she tried to kill Norman and he didn't try to kill her? Why um, didn't you just kill her? We only need uh, one yeah. person from Limbo here. We don't need more. Yeah, I no, I... to avoid more people coming. I mean, if you're on board with it, I can just wrap it up right now. I'm more than okay with it. Thankfully, God, Marley and, and Paige have already been staying at a friend's now. I sent them away this morning with Joey. Okay. Well, she she did try and... Uh, all right. Um, Gilbert, you have a lot of interesting items downstairs. You wouldn't happen to have any non-violent poisons, would you? I know it's kind of an odd request, but you seem like a fairly eccentric individual. I don't have any down there, but I, well, I do have some upstairs, just in case. Go 
grab me one of those and a bread roll from the kitchen. I'm not the butler. I am not getting you a bread roll. <laughs> you Fine. can go get a snack if you want. I'm going to that, go grab it's the poison. For, it's for the poison. Oh, oh, right, right, right. I get confused. I'm old. Um, how about you grab, grab bread roll, uh, bread roll, and I'll grab the poison. Yeah, and meet me back at the room. Right, and they do so, and you're back at the room, Kay. and you both have the items. Wait, can I, I um, can I talk to? Uh, oh, man, what's her name again? Ah, Jow. Yeah, can I talk to Jow for a bit? Sure. Okay, but just before they get back. <laughs> oh, what a grim tale we spin! I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Jow. Can I ask you a couple of personal questions? Yeah, sure. Gosh. I'm an open book right now. I don't know why. Okay, why Limbo? Why did you get involved? Mm, do I was this. done on my luck. They promised me a good pay. I was homeless for a while. And then I met him. <laughs> Brom. Strong. Muscular. A face without arrows in it. He was everything a girl could dream. Um, and, well, you know, we hit it off and I kind of, you know, I liked it. They were my family. Okay, uh, so listen, we were talking to someone from Limo the other day, and they were talking about uh, a guy named Carmine. Uh, can you tell us anything about him? Oh yeah, he's scary. He's our boss. He's probably the worst part of the whole thing. Like, I know we do illegal stuff, and like that's all cool and whatever, but he's like really ridiculous and crazy. Um, so, yeah. And uh, would he have any weaknesses or anything that, if we were going to fight him, uh, any kind of weaknesses that we could exploit or any kind of dangerous weapons that we should be particularly aware of? Mm, probably just all the regular human stuff that you, you know, s kill somebody with. You know, like poison, that would be the worst way to go. Or stabbing or, or you know, hanging them or something. But he is a Goliath, so it'll probably take a bit more. Oh, he's big. Okay. Mm -hmm. he's be pretty yeah, powerful. he's big. Uh, not, as, not as big as my Brom, though. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Can uh, I step in at this point? Sure. Yep. So in the hallway, away from Normandy, um, I've put the poison, like, basically, like, into the bread roll, or, like, I don't know what form it's in. So if it's, like, a liquid, I guess I kind of, like, poured it on top. <laughs> um... <laughs> And uh, I, I walk in and I go, all right, Zhao. Um, well, we do have a long journey ahead of us. We've got a lot of things to do, so we need to build up your strength. Do you mind just, uh, you know, taking a couple bites of this bread roll just before we get going? Hold I on. I am quite hungry. Am I going to – I mean, it's really You don't know there's poison on it, Normandy. Yeah, but I'm not going to suspect something he randomly leaves and shows up with <laughs> bread. <laughs> that has water on it. I don't will. Norman, don't worry. It's – it's just going to knock her out for a little do you, while. Do you want to try and figure that out? Because I'll let you roll an insight check. Or, yeah. Or, or um, yeah. let me think. I'll have you roll. Insight. Perception, I guess. Insight or perception. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you tell me. I'll say insight to like kind of figure out his moves or if you think it's odd that Darian's being so nice with a bread roll. Okay. Um. Natural 20. Natural 20! You smell the poison! I use mage hand and I take it out of his hand. Uh, no thank you. Um, but I will say this. Wait, he- Norman, what? Come on, he's not expecting it. Um, well, then let me try and save for it. Yep, then. go for it. 
dexterity save throw. Against what? Against, uh, I'll say, his his spell DC. Um, well, that's going to be an 18 plus 6. So Normandy smells the poison, me. and then Darien sees it coming for him with a mage hand, and you keep the bread roll close. You've, you've got it. It's so. Norman. I'm, step- I'm stepping in between them, and I say, Darien, what happened yesterday is one thing. This person isn't going to hurt anybody right now. This is not Norman. Norman. It's just going to knock her out for a little while. No. We can't. Have, we can't. <laughs> he knows it's poison. He got a nat 20 on he, his insight. He how would he know? know. He know, how, would he, how would he know it's poison? He literally got a nat 20. He can smell it. He knows the smell. This is the exact Look. poison that I was taught to make when I was a kid back in my monk plates. And he knows what back. sleeping aids are because they used to use them all the time in ComCloud Monitor. Norman? Norman, I'm not leaving her alive. She came into this home, our new home, tried to kill you in the middle of the night for revenge. Do you think I'm going to just leave her here where there's children, our business partners? I'm not just going to leave her here. She's a hazard and a risk. I'm not taking her with us, and I'm not letting her go. Gilbert steps in and he's like, unfortunately, Norman, I have to agree with Darian. It's it's far too risky. She came here to kill you. Remember that stab you got like literally 20 minutes ago? Well, I'm sorry you guys feel that way. That's not who I am. And that's why I was trying to spare you from being involved. I was trying to leave you out of this, Norman. I'm not trying to change who you are. But sometimes things have to be done. I'm going to cast words of terror on her. Okay. Um, So I've explained this before. Um, If they fail, they go running off right in fear. um, It lasts for eight hours. They go seek um, a place where they will be absolutely alone for eight hours. Mm -hmm. Use this on Captain Rand. Yeah. All right. They're, she's going to roll. I'm going to say that she has disadvantage if she's charmed. Maybe? No disadvantage needed. Uh, she failed miserably, so you can do what you want. Okay. I'm going to just say, give me one second, Darian. And I'm going to pull up my dagger, and I'm going to go up to her, and I'm going to say, these are very dangerous. Sorry. <clears throat> these are very dangerous times in Orem. Any sane person wouldn't linger here. In fact, they would go where they were not near anyone else. Do you understand me? (laughs) And I cut the bonds and I say, get out of here. I don't want to see your face again. She runs. She runs to the grappling hook that she used to get into your room. And she repels down it and runs off into the field, screaming all the way. Actually, I'm sorry to cut this again. As I see her running out the window. Okay. I draw my bow, charge planar warrior on myself, and shoot her outside. <laughs> Roll to hit. Man, can I intervene? No, I'm going to say he gets a shot. Um, That is a 16 to hit. You hit. Roll right, damage. Planar warrior is an extra 1d8. And That's already- 18 damage. It was 7 plus 3 and then uh, another 8. So... Just 18. like her late husband, Brom, who got an arrow in the front of his face. 
she gets an arrow in the back of her face, so her head. <laughs> um, and she falls to the floor as she was running away from the mansion. I yeah. punch Darian in the face. Roll the hit. I really hope I get this. <laughs> 18 plus. You hit. Yeah. Um, roll damage. Uh, what is that? A It'll D4? be an unarmed attack. Yeah, it's a D4 plus strength. Yeah. Ooh, well, you're lucky. <laughs> I actually think you get one less. Two minus one. Oh. You get one damage. You know what? It's a slap. I slap him on the face. <laughs> For one damage. Face. Yeah. You slap him. And I say, it's a shame, Darian. It's a shame. And I grab my travel sack and I say, I'm going to get on my horse. And I leave. I throw the bun out the window. You should have just let her eat the bun. And you That's- both... It's really irresponsible, Darian, throwing a poison bun at something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Paige, Paige comes back from her, her vacation with No! Oh, wait, a, a bun? What? <laughs> uh, by the way, Gilbert, so you should. Inside, but, I, oh. love, I love sweet food. Um, by the way, Gilbert, you probably should get Joey to pick that up. Oh. Yes, I'll do that immediately. I'm not going to let you litter uh, but, uh, bread that has poison on it. In a place where a, my girls uh, could be uh, played. But on a serious note, get those mercenaries. Yes. Well, now more than ever. Joey took the girls to a safe place, and he's going to purchase some immediately. Um, Good. Find Zippy soon, please. And whichever one of you has the, the piano key, please keep it safe. I'm trusting you with this. P.S. I think I legit have it. Yeah, you do. Okay. We will. All right. And I grab my stuff and go hop on tea leaf. You guys are hopping on your wounded horses. They're they're somewhat recovered from a long rest, but um, yeah, they're still not the best shape. They've been beaten up, but they're ready to ride. And where are you headed? Oh, I think uh, we're headed. Yeah, I think we're headed to the cave. You're headed to yeah, that, basically that... the cave or just above it where they climbed to because you saw that? Yeah, yeah. Like we're heading towards the port city and then to see if we can see any kind of more elevated area that would kind of match the projections that we saw yeah. of the perception of, of the <clears throat> city view. You got it. So at you... least at, at this point, still just heading towards the port. You're riding. And I assume silent all the way because of the brutal morning you've had. Um, yeah yeah <laughs> we're gonna cut to zippy now zippy you're still sleeping at this time of day and you're in the white room with the guy with the whiteboard and as you hear him say and time's up uh why are you why are you still here well i don't know i don't know anything about what's going on oh man nothing makes sense with you what <laughs> What, what are you? What, you? You can do whatever. You can do this. You can do what I can do. And you, you just can control the dreams. Uh. Let's let's start with introductions. All right. No. I'll go, I'll no, go no, 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 no. I'm not doing it. My name's Westboro. And I'm oh, from my the God. Patch. Why do I need this information? I think everyone should know where everyone's coming from in life. Listen, the boss is going to be 
pissed at you. The boss? Oh, yeah. Who, no, God of Dreams. Boss? We are yeah. in a white room. Santa Claus? No, God of Dreams, I just said it. Oh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I may have large ears, but I sure like to talk. Yeah, seriously. Oh, man, what are we going to do with you? I don't know. This this <laughs> this room could use some some tidying up, though. There's nothing in it. Maybe not tidying up, but certainly some decor. That's the point. A nice, uh, a nice fireplace would be nice. Why am I even explaining anything to you? Uh, okay, let me fill out the rest. Do you... Okay, I gotta ask you a few questions. Do you... When did this start? When did you start oh, having did these... what start? I've, when I've did you had... start having the dream stuff? Oh, I don't know. I've been dreaming for a while. You I'll know what forget... I mean. Oh, I don't know. Maybe... I mean, the odd dreams have been happening. I don't know. Maybe the past week or so? Okay. That lines up. Um... Do you remember anything about them? Um... Not really... Um, Come on, I know we had that fight, but we're, I'm not going to hurt you now. Yeah, you that was be... so rude. Yeah, well, I had to get you in here. You were going wild. You were destroying people's dreams. You've already destroyed three of them. I feel like I've more built some bridges, you know? No. Hopping no. between dreams. I think that's what was happening, at least. Um, uh, what was the question again? Uh, what do you remember? Oh, I don't know. I've just been going... I... There was a very cute dream I was in, full of candy and everything. And then mm. I was in, I guess, Normandy's dream. There's a huge lake. He has daddy issues. And then, <laughs> and then, Darian's was pretty boring. Uh, same, pretty usual for him. But you know, he means he means well. Do so you remember <laughs> them in vivid detail? Sure. Uh, I mean. Uh, the, Kind of. I keep a dream journal. I've written down a little bit. Oh, yeah. But... yeah, of course you do. You seem like the type. Jeez. What's that supposed to mean? Okay. Last question. How many times? Yes. Oh, uh, sorry. I just wanted to say yes to whatever you were going to say. Oh, my goodness. I I don't know when you're going to go. We have to get to the last question. Come on. You can't be wasting my I'm ready. time. I'm ready this time. Okay, ready? How many? And then you wake up. <laughs> You wasted my time. <laughs> you don't get a last question. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know dreams had time. <laughs> it's all wibbly-wobbly, as you'll find out now. Because, Zippy, you awake and you feel a little lightheaded, not only from your injuries, but also because you're hanging upside down. Um, you're <coughs> still tied in the rope that the girl that saved you wrapped you in but the other end of it is not attached to her. You're attached to a tree branch. In this tree, you still see, you can still see the wall of Orem and you're at the like top area, but you're dangling over the edge of the rock wall. <laughs> There's this tree uh, that is kind of half growing out of the side and angling out over the rock wall and the rocky waters below. And you're kind of dangling over it upside down wrapped in this rope with a gag tied around your head so you can't speak. Um, and you're just kind of swinging there. And you don't see anybody around you. Hmm. The girl who uh, saved you is not around. Um, well, this sucks. Can I move my hands at all? Nope. You can, like, wiggle. 
Alright. Um uh, I guess I'll try and just chew through the the um gag I have in me. I'll like turn okay. into a sparrow. You are chewing through the the kind of gag, and you have very sharp bunny teeth, so it's kind of working. Um as you're gnawing away, uh, you hear voices come, and they're coming closer. And you actually recognize one as the girl who saved you. And you hear her saying, yeah, guys, man, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, I know I screw up a lot of jobs, but I actually did this one right. I caught the greeter. I caught him for you. This has got to get me in, in Carmine's good books yeah. now, right? And you hear two of the – There's you see now – that the girl is walking along the edge uh, of the of the like cliffside, and there's two limbo members following her, uh, uh, and the, and they're like, Carmen, I don't think it's gonna work. Your your, your brother has lost faith in you, and I I've got to say I don't trust that you could have caught that greeter. I mean, we all looked all night, and she's like, No, 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 no trust me. This time I got it right. I I I did the job. I got it done. He'll forgive me. So, look, it, you see that? You see that dangling thing there? And she points to you. Shoot, uh, man. See, I caught him. That's him, the rabbit, mm. the greeter. And the two uh, limbo people, their jaws drop. And they're like, <clears throat> oh, ca- Carmen, you did What? You, you did it, Carmen. You, you did it. You actually caught him. Yeah, yeah, man, you caught him. Why? How? And she's like, well, you know, it took me all night. He was running and running, but I got him with the rope. Um, so that all went well. And uh, as you can see, uh, he's wrapped in a tree. <laughs> uh, so can you guys help me get him down and bring him to Carmine? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we can. Of course we can. Let's get him down now. And they're moving closer towards the tree. And you've nod through the, the gag. All right. Okay, I didn't want to have to do this. <laughs> Remember, you're dangling over the cliffside. Okay, then I guess I have no choice but to summon uh, a polar bear. <laughs> you turn into a penguin, and now you're summoning polar bears. Zippy has a thing for Arctic creatures, clearly. Um. Okay, polar bear coming up. Um, You are tied, uh, and you're swinging as you're tied upside down, and you're like, I'm not letting them get me. Polar bear. And it spawns on the cliffside at the base of the tree, Um, and they freak out. They're like, whoa, whoa. how how is he doing this? I thought he was asleep. Sippy, are you awake? I say nothing. My eyes are closed. He's she, he's totally awake. He, he, <laughs> polar bears don't show up like this. <laughs> Zippy, Zippy, come on now. We're your friends. I saved you, remember? I'm going to get you back to your friends. Darian and Norman, please. I'm going to do it. <clears throat> oh, please. I have amazing ears. I heard you talking trash about me. It's time for you to die. Brutal death. Go, polar bears. Sharp claws. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Ugh. <clears throat> Why didn't you guys tell me to shut my big mouth? Mm-hmm. And the polar bear charges with sharp claw. Um, 
So, Zippy, uh, the polar bear is going to attack. Do you know which one you want it to attack? Uh, the girl who used to be my friend. Okay, Carmen. <laughs> um, I really liked her. That sucks. Can't trust nobody these days. Um, the bear is charging for Carmen and is going to make uh, two attacks, because that's a bear thing. Two claw attacks. So let me roll the hit. Okay. Plus five to hit, too, on this bear. Okay, one of them hits, but these hits are beefy. <laughs> these are some beefy bear hits. Okay, um, that is max damage. That is going to be plus five, mental math, 17 uh, damage to Carmen. Um, she gets, the polar bear charges at her as her back's turned. She's like talking with the guys. It's like, why didn't you keep my mouth shut? Ah! And claws scrape across her back. Uh, she takes 17 damage and looks incredibly bloody, but she's alive Holy. still. Um, the two of them see what's happening and they ditch Carmen and they run around the tree to try and start getting you kind of like gagged and restrained. So they're kind of climbing up the tree. Um, things are looking a little bad. Uh, but what is that sound you hear, Zippy? And you see in the distance, you hear horses. Normandy and Darian make a perception check. Oh. The For gang might be getting back bear? together. Let me see. Um, that's a uh, 12. Uh, uh, 13. Oh, no. 12 for me as well, actually. Okay. Uh, you two come out the other side of Orem and you see the cliffside and you see the wall and you're like, ah, Zippy should be around here. But I don't see him. Uh, <laughs> you idiots! <laughs> you do not don't see, see a or polar hear. bear. Did you hear that? <laughs> no, you're oh quite a ways God. away. Um, and you didn't roll very great perception checks. Dang it. Um, so you're still searching. <laughs> Zippy, okay. what would you like to do? Uh, I mean, uh, I hear horses. Yeah, you hear them because you have really good hearing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't want to use a spell or anything for this, so I'm just going to scream. Help! <laughs> <laughs> My polar bear can only do so much! They hear you're calling for help. And uh, the two people um, climbing the tree are like, oh, we got to shut him up before anybody else comes by. Get away from me. You people don't even know how powerful I am. I'm a wizard. Well, let's see how powerful you are. We don't need you alive you for sure Carmine to be happy. So we're just going to start cutting right this. What? I could easily end your life right here. Do you want to really just end it all right here? There's horses coming. They're probably my friends. I don't see horses. I don't have good perception either. I'm going to just cut this rope and uh, you get your dead body away? on the other side. No, um, no, no. This is a here bad we go. idea. Slice, 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 slice. And they're starting to cut your rope. <laughs> slice. Oh, this is a bad idea for you. If you keep uh, cutting. Normandy and Darian, make another perception check. This time with advantage because he was screaming. Okay. Yeah, natural that's a... Uh, that, oh, that's a 20 not natural. <laughs> How did you not know he was there before? You search around the area a bit more with your horse, and now you hear them, and you see what's happening, um, and you see what's going down. 
How far away are we? You're about kick, 200 feet. I kick up the horse and just double dash. Yeah, same. You are double dashing. Um, and as soon as I'm in range, I want to uh, shoot one of the guys with an arrow, I guess. You guys were a little late, but you're still coming up quick. Um, Zippy, would you like to do something or make your bear attack someone or kill Carmen or something? <laughs> or you yeah. know, just like <laughs> the, I want the bear to still uh, try and brutally kill Carmen. Okay. Actually, wait. How how is she gonna run away if if like or is she like on the verge of dying? She is looking pretty bad, but she's probably going to run away if she can get away from this bear. But there's no, no, opportunity no, no. No, attacks no, 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 that no, no. might the happen. Bear, I want the bear to like body slam her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're gonna say you want to body slam. You want to? You're like bear yeah, body slam. And go. A, and as a bonus action, I want to summon flame blade. Why not? Um, to cut even though you're restrained, the, the sack I'm in. And then I cut one of these heads off from these guys at the show. Me <laughs> business. Um, okay, let's resolve the bear thing first. Uh, I'm going to say uh, this is just going to be the the tear attack one kind of thing. That is going to hit so hard. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, I don't need to roll damage because the plus five alone will will destroy this girl. Can you describe it, Ooh. please? Oh, you bet I can describe it. <laughs> You want me to describe it? What? What'd you say? Yeah, I'm going to describe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, Carmen, after getting clawed in the back, she fell to her knees, and she's, like, crying. And and she's, like, trying to crawl away on the floor on her hands and knees to get away from the bear, or the polar bear. And uh, you can hear just from her voice, she's like, Carmine, Carmine, save me, please, Carmine! You wouldn't leave your sister to die, right? Right? So somewhere, please, you always come. And then the bear behind starts standing up on its back legs <laughs> <laughs> like a human. And it starts moseying on over. The shadow it's casting covers Carmen. She freezes as the shadow goes over top her. And she just looks back and sees the picturesque figure of this polar bear standing in like a Superman pose. Uh, And then it raises its paws up to the sky and bends its knees. (laughs) And Carmen (laughs) just mouths, oh no. And the polar bear jumps so gracefully. (laughs) (laughs) And Darian and Norman, as this is happening, like slow-mo, you're like passing by on your horses, just kind of like staring at the scene. And the polar bear, mid-body slam, looks at you guys and gives a wink and <laughs> splat! <laughs> Carmen's dead. <laughs> oh, my God. I meant on telling you my backstory, and I don't do that with everyone. <laughs> um, and you're going to cast Flame Blade, right? Yeah, as a bonus action, yeah. All right. Um, you cast it in the ropes that you're in. Um it is immediately going to singe through the ropes, cut them from from your sides, uh, and you're going to start falling. Uh, okay. You can't like, fly. It's not Dreamland. Yeah. Uh, okay. I. You couldn't even I, swing at the guy because you're too far down, hanging on the rope. Okay, I attempt to grab the wall. 
Okay, roll to grab the wall. I'm going to say that is going to be a dexterity save. Okay. Or athletics check, honestly. Athletics check. Athletics check? Sure. So that would be a 15. As you fall from the sky, you grab onto the wall and... The rocks break a little, but you manage to sink your paw in and grab a nice rock, and you're hanging on the wall. You did not fall to your death. That's one point for the zipster. Normandy and Darian, you are in range now of the other two as you pass this polar bear body slam. Uh, What would you like to do? We'll start with Normandy. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, I mean... I'm, am I close enough to fight them, like, with a sword, or am I still, like, a little while Yeah, you can away? move up on your horse to fight them with a sword if you'd like. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. You sure, ride not? up, and you're going to swing at the one that's kind of near the base of the tree. The other one that was cutting the rope was farther up the tree. Okay, yeah. I'll um, take care of this guy. All right. Roll to hit. Uh Oh, boy. Nope. Eight. Uh, eight damage? No, like, you- eight, eight to hit. Oh, eight to hit? You womp swing womp. and miss as you try to do a drive-by on your horse. <laughs> um, but you cannot manage to hit the, the guy. Um, Darian, Man. what would you like to do? It's going to be an like, impromptu combat, kind of. <laughs> going to draw my bow and fire off two arrows. Um, and I'm also going to have planar warrior cast. Uh, two arrows because you have an extra attack now, right? I do. There Level five, baby. Um, go for the first one is going to be a 25 to hit. (laughs) Yes. Uh, that does not seem to hit. The Uh, second one (laughs) is going to be a 11 to hit. Uh, that one actually won't hit. Dang it. Okay. Well, the first one, um, I'm like, that's what I'm triggering planar warrior on. So again, it's 2d8 damage plus. Okay. Uh, Oh, eight and a seven. Woo. Uh, so that's going to be, um, well, I'm bad at math. 15 um, plus piercing? Plus, plus three. Um, so it's going to be 18. Um, I'm going to say, since you didn't specify which one the first one was hitting, I'm going to say it hits the guy who was trying to cut Zippy's rope. Uh, you let it fly, and the guy... So Planar Warrior, one additional thing, Planar Warrior turns the damage into force damage? Yeah. So, okay. Um... So you let the arrow fly, and the guy who's in the tree cutting the rope, he's, he like just finished because Zippy let himself free and cut his own ropes, uh, and he doesn't notice the arrow coming. He's like, <laughs> oh, well, this makes it easier. He's going to die. And, oh, no. And he gets hit <laughs> like a missile just went into his side, and he goes flying off the tree and Whoa. into the rocky waters below, dead. Damn. <clears throat> and... The last guy is cowering in fear, seeing that you guys are outnumbered. Zippy, I'm going to say you climb up the rock wall to get back up there. Uh, yes. Um, so all three of you are reunited now, and you're kind of looming over this last guy who has climbed down from the tree now, and he's just, I, I surrender, I surrender. Wait, before we do anything to him, I want you to look me right in the eye. Why? Why? Would you? Why were you so sure you weren't gonna die? Why do you want to just throw everything away, you idiot? And I slap him. 
<laughs> because I got nothing else, man. There's always something else. An education. You know, pick up a new hobby. This is you have so many options. I slap him again. <laughs> I tried hobbies, man. I tried to make my hobbies my career. Before I joined Limbo, I was an expert tambourine player, but nobody wanted me. Ooh. You play. Oh man, do I sl- I slap the jangles like no other. Oh well. Why don't you why don't you pick that up? We'll we'll let you go free and uh and uh you know, maybe maybe you play a concert in Orem one time. How does that sound? Is this actually happening? You're you're going to let me free? You know, we can you can uh you can play a concert in Orem. It'll be great. Yeah. That, that was my dream. You're going to let me go and actually do that? Dreams are meant to be followed. What do you think? Uh, uh yeah. Uh, of course I'm going to take this deal where I don't die. Yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But I already gave you that deal. What? And you turned it down. <laughs> what do you What are you saying? I cut his throat with the flame blade. What are you saying? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Damn, um, son. Okay. Did you, did um, you hear me? Yeah, I did. I did hear you loud and clear. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn. Okay. Um. You. <laughs> uh. I'm gonna say you don't need to roll the hit on that one, <laughs> considering <laughs> he's right there. Um. Uh. Roll damage though. Oh wait, it's a D one D. What is it again? One three D six. Okay. Wow. Um. So you roll damage. Eleven. He's saying. I, I take the deal. I take the deal. And you're like, Mm-mm. and you start putting the blade up to his throat and it's burning his skin and the bottom of his, of his chin and his chest, all the areas around the neck. Uh, and you start slicing and he's like, no, 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 I'll play for you. And he dies and he slumps over and you hear a little jingle from his pocket where he keeps a pocket tambourine. I take it. You get a and pocket then, tambourine. It's a very small yeah. tambourine that fits in your pocket. I throw then, the flame blade in the ocean. Ooh, <laughs> I you, kick the guy off the cliff. <laughs> you, oh man, guys, this episode. Is <laughs> I get the other body and I throw that one off the cliff. Uh, it already. Oh, Carmen. Oh uh, no, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'll grab hers. No, I want Carmen's body. <laughs> guys, come uh. on! <laughs> this, this whole podcast wait, wait, has, wait, has wait. gone so far. I take out the dagger. I threw the flame blade in the ocean because you want throw the in. flame blade over the edge and it disappears magically before it hits the water. And then I pull out the knife I got from the the boss's knife from the table and I go you over do. to I go over to Carmen's uh, Carmen's body, look at her hand and cut off her pinky. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> poetic. Um, you go over and. You do that. The polar bear is off, and you see a red stain on the polar bear's stomach, and it just looks at you and is like aiming for a high five. A high five. You slap that polar bear's hand, and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and thank yeah. you, Winston. <laughs> okay, Winston the polar bear. Um, you go over and bend down though, and you cut off the pinky. Um, I will tell you now about this dagger. Because uh, now you've seen it, and you look at it a bit more, and you can tell it's a magic dagger. One of the two daggers Carmine has. 
or had because you took it. Um, so as I said, Carmine's dagger is a hunting knife. It's a curved blade. Uh, with it, you have a bonus. Uh, you have a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls because uh, it's a magic weapon. And it also has this effect called Lust for Blood. Uh, so when a creature is attacked with this dagger, it takes 1d4 bleed damage for each of its turns until incapacitated or after a long rest. Uh, the blade wielder must defeat the creature whose blood it has tasted or become exhausted until a long rest. And the exhaustion keeps stacking until you can be so exhausted that you die. So it's kind of a dagger where if you use it, you better make sure you kill that guy. Um, but it's mm. a very good dagger with lots of bleed effects, which was affecting your pinky last episode. But thankfully, because Carmen's already dead and you're just cutting off her pinky, uh, it doesn't really work. Um, oh, so the damage doesn't carry over into the afterlife? Uh, <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I want her to feel this. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I take, I, I have the pinky now. Yes. I feed it to the polar bear. Oh. <laughs> Winston happily gobbles it up mm. and licks Winston, your hand clean. When you disappear, I hope you take that pinky with you. <clears throat> and do you want it to disappear now? Goodbye, my friend. <clears throat> uh, the polar bear, you could talk to the polar bear, but it's not saying anything. It's only just grunting. Um, but it disappears into the abyss. Hey, guys, how was your day? Zippy, you're alive! Here I am! It's me, Zippy! Sorry, I, I kinda... I guess... I know you guys must have waited forever for me on the castle, but here I am. I, I deeply apologize. Zippy, we've been through so much. We found Beryl, and we interrogated him, and we had we both had these crazy dreams about you, and we were so worried. We we got chased by Limbo because Blackjack and Yogurt, they found Beryl, and it was a big ordeal, but the, the, we're just really glad you're safe. <laughs> We killed a lot of people to find you. Oh, you guys are the best. You know, the whole time I've been I've been uh, away from you guys, all I could think about is, you know, when we'd be together next. Oh Aww, boy. I'm just so, so glad sweet. I'm just so glad we're on this adventure together, you know? And for you know, all for this grand treasure, it's just amazing. Well, we've all gotten into this mess together. <laughs> Might as well get through it. Uh, do we, um, do we, do any of us have a pin on comb? Do we know where he is? Oh, yeah, he's actually here. Did you know, did I, t I guess I didn't tell you that. He's here, it's crazy. Isn't that, we, we're basically all ready for the next step in our adventure. Oh, all right then. Like, is he I in guess... this cave? Uh, sorry, are we near the cave? Like, we're right above it? Uh, you don't see the cave. You're quite, you don't see where it is. And looking down, you wouldn't be able to tell from that angle. Oh, okay, let, okay. Let me tell you guys, though, it's going to be quite hairy going in and and saving him. There's like, there's at least 40 people. And, 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 oh boy, they're all so scary. The worst is their leader. Carmine. He, he his his name's Carmine, my, right? Yes, he cut off my pinky. Look. Oh. Oh, snap. Yes. Goodness. No, I can't. I can't do much of that anymore. That's barbaric. <laughs> Who would do such a thing? <laughs> um. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? <laughs> um. Well, you got a point there. Yeah. Well, 
he's a huge scary man, but I took his knife. And, uh, so there's that. I guess, I mean, we could return it, but I think we should, we should keep it and then go save Colm. But I, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think, uh, no, I think we should return his dagger. But right into his back. Darian, you've gotten scarier as, as the time has gone by. I've been gone. Well, let's just say I'm I'm pretty much done with Limbo. And I think so is all of Orem. So I say we wrap all this up. But you're saying that he hasn't been taken away on a boat yet. Like, because we heard our intel said that he was going to oh, get true. taken away yesterday. But if he's still here, then we have a chance. Well, heck if I know. I've just been captured. He was here yesterday or however long I've been gone. Or uh, however long I've been out. I've I've been having the worst couple of days. Would you know how to uh, get us back there so that we could make a plan on how to get him out? Um, perception check. Uh, like, does this place look familiar to me? Like, we were on top of the, the, the top of that rock climb. But if we're... I don't know. No. Do, I, do the bearings look similar to me? Like, if I look out to the water, can I kind of get a grasp of for the general location I'm in? Yeah, so you don't need to uh, roll a perception check for that one. You can tell from where you first got up off the cliffside in the last episode, you're about, mm, like, five to eight kilometers away from that position. So you're farther down for sure, but uh, not so far. You can still see the harbor in the distance. Hmm. I think I can lead you guys back to where I escaped from. Um, and, uh, but I, I guess it's in this general direction. But are you sure you guys want to go and, and do this? It's just the three of us. I mean, well, we have to get calm, don't we? Suppose we do. Otherwise, Tori's going to, like, be really mad at us. We we're, Our hands are kind of tied. Uh, you don't know the half of hands being tied normally. <coughs> um, I mean, I'm in it if you guys are. And heck, what else do we have to lose, right? Oh, you I, know, not much. Just our lives. <laughs> yeah, but those aren't worth much. We're just, we a, have, we're just um, a bunch of scallywags. Zippy, we have a bit of a rough map about the the layer of this cave uh, if, that if you can take us to. And I kind of pull out that sheet of paper that I drew the map on while we were interrogating Barrow. Mm -hmm. And I kind of show him and I say, does this kind of line up with uh, what you saw while you were in there? Uh, nope. But that's because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> well, we got some other information. Why don't we Why don't we share it all on our way over? Seems like we got a couple kilometers to track. That sounds good with me. I sure missed you guys. We missed you too, Zip. Same. And that's where we're going to end the episode. <laughs>